Welcome to the Life is Better with You Here podcast with Dr. Childs. Here, we want to help. And where there's help, there's hope. A short disclaimer, this podcast is not a replacement for therapy. If you feel you need treatment, we strongly suggest you visit your physician or go to withyouhere.org slash therapists for assistance finding a mental health provider. Our topic for today is conscious parenting. Now here's our host, Dr. Childs. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Life is Better with You Here. I am your host, Dr. Shavana Childs, and it is such a pleasure to be here with you again. Today, our topic is going to be on conscious parenting. So before we get started, as usual, we're going to do a guided meditation. So I want you to sit back, relax as we go through this. Right? So let your mind wander and drift now to thoughts of buoyancy, floating, drifting, and relaxing. Simply close your eyes and listen to the words I speak. As you listen, allow yourself to relax. Comfort, release, coast, energize, soften, unwind, unbend, carefree, pause, at ease, breathe easy, float, wave, recline, serene, Repose. Why? Feathery. Take your time. Lie down. Release and relax. Now imagine at this moment that you are sitting down on the shore of a protected lake. It is very peaceful and very calm. And the water is deep, deep blue. The lake is surrounded by trees. The trees have full green leaves hanging from their branches. Imagine a single drop of dew resting on a leaf. The leaf is on the tree, which hangs over an expanse of flat, undisturbed water. As the dew rolls down the leaves, feel tension giving way to gravity. Gradually releasing hold of the leaf, then falling slowly toward the water. As the dewdrop is welcomed into the water, imagine the ripples it creates. Each enlarges slowly and gradually. This continues as its actions is absorbed by the lake. Soon the lake is back to its relaxed, undisturbed, and smooth state once again. It is no longer a single falling drop. You are now a part of a large breath of calm, soothing water. Having become a part of this larger body of water, 
as you consciously tune back into your surroundings and my voice. It is now time to rejoin and awaken. Welcome back and I hope that was soothing and calming and you are now back in a space. So today we're going to talk about conscious parenting, something that we all probably do, but we're going to talk about how we do it. You know, as we grew up, there were things we liked about how we were parented and there were things that we didn't like. And so what conscious parenting is about, it's not necessarily about the child. It's about the parent and how you respond as a parent. It's about being mindful and it's about self-reflection. It's about how you are as a parent. Okay, so we're going to talk about exactly what it is. So it's a form of parenting that combines Eastern and Western philosophies of parenting, which focuses on the parent as opposed to the child, right? It's about mindfulness, about your parenting style. You know, when we grew up, it was always this sentiment, or mostly for a lot of us, that children should be seen and not heard. With conscious parenting, it's very much the opposite. With conscious parenting, we learn from our children. It's a two-way street. We teach them, but they also teach us. Our children are to be seen and heard. We recognize that they have a lot to give to us, that they have a lot to teach us as well as us teaching them. By no means is this a form of disrespect. They do not get to talk to us any kind of way that they want to. Everything is about respect when it comes to our children. And as opposed to them always respecting us and doing what we say and say, as, you know, do as I say and not as I do, it's a two-way street of respect. We talk to them at their level. We give them respect. We teach them respect. And they reciprocate it. It's always a model in which we teach them how to respect us by giving them respect in return. So this is what we do. And to be quite honest, this is probably something that we do already, but we're not aware that we're doing it. We're not conscious that we're living conscious parenting. And so sometimes we go back to how we were raised as children. Not all of us had wonderful childhoods. Some of us had a lot of trauma. Some of us had generational trauma because our parents weren't parented well. And depending on where we grew up, how we grew up, our financial circumstances, whether there was emotional abuse, physical abuse, verbal, sexual abuse, a lot of those things come into play. Consciously parenting your child means being aware of your trauma, self-reflecting, and making a conscious choice to be the parent you wanted to have in doing that with your child. It is very much about you and not so much about the child. The child is very involved. So this is about you. This is about being mindful. This is about sitting with yourself and taking time to be with yourself and self-reflecting about who you are as a person and how you want to be as a parent. So when we talk about that, again, we realize that our children are teachers too. Children teach us a lot. One thing they teach us for sure is patience. They teach us a lot of patience. 
How many times have you looked? How many times have you looked at your child and thought, "I just can't do you today," but because they're so cute, and I think that our Creator, our God, our Goddess, the Universe makes them so cute, so we can have patience with them because they can take us there. And so this is where conscious parenting comes in. Conscious parenting says, "Let's kind of hit the pause button. Let's step back. Let's take that deep breath in." Let it out before we decide that I don't want to do this anymore because we can get to that place. Parenting is not easy. It doesn't come with a book. Many people write books about it, but there isn't always a book. This is on-the-job training. And so we learn something every day, and our, our children are wonderful teachers. They're wonderful teachers, but so are we. And so we have to take pride. We have to recognize who we are. And that means sitting and taking time with ourselves. Okay. So some of the key elements um, of conscious parenting is recognize that parenting is a relationship. This isn't a one-way street. Again, this isn't a do as I say, not as I do. Or children are miniature adults. Right back in the 1800s in the European culture, they would dress their children up in these outfits with top hats or, you know, little hats and suits and dresses. And they would talk to them like they were miniature adults. They're not miniature adults. They're children. They've been on the earth for less time than we have. We have more knowledge. We have more experiences. We have more wisdom. So we need to be able to talk to them at their level. The way that you talk to a five-year-old should be different than how you talk to a 15-year-old. We have to meet them at their level. And we can have really good conversations, really relevant conversations at each level with each child. The five-year-old puts makeup on the dog. We're going to kind of have a different conversation than if the 15-year-old puts makeup on the dog. That's a totally different conversation. And so we have to be able to re recognize and realize the age level and what we need to say and to be gentle with our words. We talk about communication all the time. And remember, it's not necessarily what you say, it's how you say it. It's definitely how you say it. So being mindful of our words, being mindful of our tone, being mindful of who we're talking to. We're the first person to teach them love, authority, and respect. We want to raise loving, compassionate human beings and send them out in the world. And particularly for our community, the African-American community, communities of color, we need to be able to raise them to be safe in the world, to recognize who they are and how to move in this world so that they're safe and that they are respected and they recognize who they are and what their self-worth is, regardless of what society tells them. That all starts at home. Your conscious parenting can be the way that we do that. And recognize how you consciously love your child. The hugs, the kisses, um, the words of affirmations. You know, telling them that they've done a great job. Being mindful with them. Teaching them mindfulness. Teaching them how to self-reflect when something goes awry or they haven't done something well. You know, pointing out what they did do well before telling them how they could improve on what they're doing better. Instead of saying, well, you didn't do that right. Or if they didn't do the dishes, well, why didn't you do the dishes and do something else? 
hey, I saw that you cleaned the dishes, but the counter needed to be cleaned. So next time, how about we do the dishes and we wipe down the counters? Again, how you say something, being able to communicate effectively with our children and giving them that space to have a good relationship with us, a reciprocal relationship with us. When you build that relationship with your children, it reverberates. Like the meditation that we did with the dew on the lake, when that dew falls off that leaf and hits that lake and it reverberates and ripples out, so does our relationship with our children. Can you remember something negative your parents said to you when you were 13, 14, 15, and now you're 30, 40, 50, but you still remember what they said? Good things happen like that too. That atta girl or that atta boy that they gave you at 13, 14, 15, you remember how that reverberated in your life and took you to higher places. So let's get them reverberated. Let's drop dew in their lake that helps them to ripple effect and grow and expand. Okay? So conscious parenting is about letting go of your ego. We don't always have to be right. And as parents, a lot of times we're wrong because, again, on the job training. And just because their children haven't been here as long doesn't mean they don't have a little bit of wisdom of their own. Let's tap into them. Let's talk to them. Let's be with them. Let's learn about them. My son is very different from me. Sometimes I don't know where he came from, and I question my husband about his whereabouts. But I appreciate my son because he brings so much light into my life. He helps me to think about things in ways that I would have never thought about that. And that's because we have a relationship where I can learn from him. And I sit and listen. I know more about anime than I care to know. I was never in my vocabulary. My son has enlightened my world. He has broadened my vocabulary. And that's because we have a good relationship. We can listen. We can talk and he can come to me with anything. And that's a good relationship to have. Ideally, we want our kids to be able to come and talk to us. I want you to talk to me when you're in trouble and when you're not. When things go wrong, I want to be that open door. I may not like everything you have to say, but I want to be a sounding board. I want to be a safe haven, a safe space. And with conscious parenting, we build that safe haven. We build that safe space with our children. We help them to come back home always. They know they're safe. They know they have something to, to go home to. So again, with conscious parenting, we don't force our behaviors on them. We don't try to turn them into many us's. You ever have that parent that says to you, well, when I was in high school, this is what I wore. This is what I did. You should think, I'm not you. They're not us. They're them. They're individuals. We gave birth to them, but that's where it stops. Once they come out, they're on their own. We can help shape them. We can give them advice, but we should allow them to be who they are. If we were all the same, that would be so boring. So we should allow them to grow in their individuality. Let's let our egos go and let them fly. That's our job is to help them to launch and fly so they can go out and brighten the world, so they can go out and make the world better, so they can go out and change the world with their uniqueness. 
They don't have to be many versions of us. Now, if they turn out to be many versions of us and that's great, have at it. But let them be the best version of themselves that they can be and not have them live up to our expectations. When we do that, anxiety, depression, those types of mental health issues could set in. Because if you're trying to live up to somebody else's expectations, you'll never meet the mark. Then I start to think, am I not good enough? Am I a failure? And then all those negative beliefs could start to set in. We don't want to send them out in the world with negative beliefs. We want to send them out in the world with beliefs of, I'm good enough. I got this. I can survive regardless. I'm okay. I can control what I can. I don't have to be perfect. I just have to try. That's how we want to send them out in the world. Not with the unrealistic expectations or our own expectations. They may not have the same dreams as us because they're not us. Let's allow them to live in their own space and do their own thing. Okay. Um, instead of reacting to issues with consequences, let's establish boundaries ahead of time. One of the things when I talk to parents, one of the things that I caution against is a punishment with no end in sight. If we're going to punish our kids with timeouts and things like that, it's better to say, okay, you're on punishment for two weeks. Now they know when the end is going to be. But if you just say you're grounded and they don't know when they're off, how are you supposed to amend that behavior? How are they supposed to know when the end is in sight? If I don't know when the end is in sight, I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing because I'm never going to get off of punishment. Or when am I going to get my cell phone back? Or when am I going to get my Xbox back? Let them know the end date. Okay? And again, our, our kids teach us things. Learn your limits. Pick and choose your battles. My son would not be getting good grades, and I knew he was capable. He was just bored and wasn't turning in work. I would go down there and wrap up his PS5 and lug all that stuff upstairs, and I would be tiring myself out. Until one day I talked to my patient and she was like, oh yeah, I just pulled the plugs. And I'm like, wait, what? You could just pull the plugs? She's like, yeah, I just pulled plugs. Lifesaver. So instead of wrapping up all that stuff and carrying it all upstairs and hiding it up, I just pulled the plugs. And so when he came home and he found out his Xbox didn't work, well, mom, what's going on? Yeah, you're getting a D in math. Oh, but I'm going to, you got two weeks. You'll get your Xbox back in two weeks. I need to see that D come up. Miraculously, guess who's gotten a, a C in math? My son. Then I can give the cords back. I'm not tired. The grades came up and he knew the time frame. And everybody was happy. And he totally understood. There was no yelling. Everything was fine. There was no stress. Well, he was a little stressed. He didn't have his Xbox. But everything was okay. So there's a way to do this where we minimize the stress in our house. We minimize the anxiety. We cut down on depression. And the house can run a little bit smoother. So conscious parenting, again, isn't about not having consequences, letting children run rampant, disrespect. It's about having respect, having peace, having stability, and being mindful and building relationships. It gets you into that place where everybody has a say Everybody can come to the table, okay? So we do that um, 
instead of trying to fix momentary problems, it's important to look at the process. How did this happen? What's going on? What do we need to do to fix the problem? And having them be involved in what that problem solving looks like. Because then they learn to solve problems on their own and they can be sufficient. They can be efficient. And that looks good on them. So again, involving them in the process, right? Um, again, parenting isn't about just making your child happy. We don't all get to be happy all the time. And that is okay. We don't all get to do that. It's about learning consequences, how to deal with those, what we need to do to rectify them all in a relational position, okay? All in a relational status that everybody's getting respected, everybody's feeling heard, and everybody does their part respectfully. It's about growth. The children grow, the parents grow, the relationship grows. And we accept our children for who they are. Gender fluid, transgender, all of that. We don't have to like it, but they are children. So we accept it. Where's the compromise? Where's the space? Our children aren't always going to do what we want, how we want. They may not do things we like, but again, they're individuals. And as a conscious parent, we want to be there to support them, whatever their choices are. Their choices are important. So let's support them however they grow. Let's help them grow and be the best version of themselves always. So let's talk about some of the benefits of conscious parenting. So it teaches the importance of self-reflection and meditation, which has positive health benefits for anxiety, depression, frustration, stress can bring all of that down. So we're modeling for our children how to be less stressed, how to handle their problems, how to be calm and mindful. It encourages a more respectful and positive communication between a parent and a child. Um, you can have more frequent, respectful conversations. So not that children th don't throw tantrums, specifically between the ages of like one and seven, but through that one and seven, we can teach them, yeah, it's okay to be upset, but this is what we're going to do about it. This is how we're going to handle it. Let's do some deep breathing. Let's do a meditation. Or let's just have some quiet time. Teaching them how to talk respectfully by modeling that with them. Because we're, again, we're their first introduction to the world, to God, to everything. So they're watching us. So how we respond, how we do things, they think that that's how we do it. You ever been in a family and you see that the daughter's anxious and you wonder why the daughter or the son is so anxious and you see the parent and the parent's anxious? Those things can be learned behaviors. They're learning because they're watching. So we show our kids how to behave in the world. So if you wonder, ever wonder why your kid's behaving a certain way, you might want to look in the mirror. Let's look at ourselves or look at the people around them. Where are these behaviors coming from? We pipe those behaviors in so we can model for them how we want them to behave, where we want them to be, and how we want that to look. And again, if we weren't raised in the best of circumstances, you always take a bad situation and still be a thriving human being. You can take from that bad situation and decide, that's not how I want to parent. That's not the human being I want to be. And you can be the best version of yourself.
we can do that in parenting as well. In a 2019 study, it suggested that the benefits to adults engaging in children with high quantity and high quality language in early childhood. So conscious parenting has benefits to early language development. Um, they noted that the types of conversations promoted by conscious parenting style may result in improved cognition, fewer signs of aggression, because remember, we're showing them respect. We're showing them how to slow down. We're showing them how to regulate their emotions. Okay, so fewer signs of aggression and advanced development in children. So this helps your child all the way around with their cognition, their language, and their emotional regulation. We're already building this calmer person who knows how to communicate. You're doing that. In a lot of ways already, I want you to sit back and think. You're already conscious parenting your child. Each hug, each kiss, each add a girl or add a boy. How was your day at school today? Okay, calm down. Just tell me what happened. Okay, I'm listening to you. All of those things are part of conscious parenting. So you may be doing it, and again, not conscious that you're doing it. So please give yourself a pat on the back for what you're arguing. Parenting is hard. It is really difficult. And so, you know, it can be challenging. But conscious parenting gives us a path to go through. Uh, some of the drawbacks. So, again, parenting is hard. Conscious parenting could take a long time. It's not like, oh, we talked about it with Dr. Child and we saw it on podcasts and boom, I'm going to go do conscious parenting. Meditation and self-reflection takes time. We need to sit with that. Sometimes when we self-reflect, we don't always like what we see. So then I got to work on that thing. Meditation isn't always easy. And I say to people, you don't have to sit with your legs crossed and float over pillows. Meditation could be finding a good meditation on YouTube, five-minute guided meditation on lowering anxiety, or five-minute guided meditation on stress. We have to get ourselves into a good space where we're tapped in to us, where we're able to reflect on ourselves. That can take time. We need patience. Patience isn't always easy either. So while we're learning and trying to do this, know that it's progress, not perfection. Also, conscious parent requires that parents give their children an opportunity to struggle and fail. Progress, not perfection. It can get messy at times. Just because we're practicing doesn't mean our children are on board. They may be like... What's she talking about? Talk about it. And let's sit down and meditate. We're learning. They're learning too. So everybody's in this adjustment phase. We can adjust. It takes time. So give yourself grace. Give yourself time. Calm down. Do the work. Be mindful. Being mindful just means being present in that moment with what you're doing. Just be present. Take your time. If you need to step back, take a Kit Kat moment, take a Kit Kat break, just breathe. It's going to be okay. Just take your time. Um, and for people who like black or white answers, conscious parenting is going to be hard. There aren't any black and white answers. There's a lot of gray. So there's a lot of compromise. What works for one kid may not work for the other kid. They're individuals. So we have to be aware of that. And there, there's a lot of compromise. 
And so being aware of that, if you got an A approach, have a B approach or a C approach or an A through double Z approach. We have to try many things. It is not just black or white. So we always like to say where there is hope, there is help. Okay? So here's the hope. Speak to your children in a respectful way. Again, they're learning. So if you talk to them in respect, you teach them, you, mo you model for them how to talk back to you. It's powerful. Your words, your tone, your tenor, all of that. And then they talk back to you that way. And when they don't, just correct them and say, hey, we need to take a time out. I don't appreciate the way you're talking to me. This, this is how we talk. This is what we say. Um, manage your expectations. When they don't meet our expectations, we feel like we failed. And then they feel like they failed. Monitor your expectations. See what they expect. Talk about what the expectations are. What's the middle ground? What's realistic? Let's talk about what's real. Work on your own issues. Self-reflect, -med self meditate, pray, seek therapy. Therapy is always good for minor problems, moderate or big problems. Therapy is a good place to be where it's objective, nobody's judging, and it's a safe haven. You can go and say and do the things you need to do without feeling judged. It's nice to get things off your chest. Consider creating a daily routine. If your day is a bit more structured and predictable for both you and your children, it may make the day go more effortlessly. A lot of chaos can create a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. But if we have a routine, it could kind of be like that calm lake. No ripples, everything is just kind of going. But we can be prepared for the waves when they come. We have a little bit of routine, okay? Keep your children's ages in mind. Again, how we talk to a five-year-old is different how we talk to a 15. Five-year-old is not going to understand at a 15-year-old level. Um, treat your children as individuals. We talked about that too. Each child is different. You may have five children and have five different personalities. So talk to each person at their level, at their age level, at their personality, characteristic level. You all know how to deal with your children differently when you talk to them. Talk to them as that person, not as their sister or brother, but as them. Show empathy and compassion. We all make mistakes, including parents. Remember when you were their age and the things that you did. Show empathy, sympathy, and compassion for them, okay? Not that you're agreeing with what they did, but show that you understand. You've been there before. We've all been 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, and have done dumb stuff. Grace. Give them some grace. We still teach a lesson, but show that you understand, that you're valuable to so they can be like, okay, she kind of gets it. Okay, we can deal with this. We can talk about this. And again, opening that door for when the next dumb thing they do, they're like, okay, I can still go talk to my parents. They're going to be mad, but I can go talk to them. We want to keep that relationship open. We want to keep that relationship going. We want them to know they can always come home because the alternatives might not be as loving, respectful, or safe. So home should always be safe. 
Teach our children by example, model healthy habits. No, if we're going to do as I say, not as I do, not good. Model for them what you want them to do. Answer. Be a model all the way around. Give your children responsibilities. They need chores. The house don't clean itself. They need responsibilities. Children like to feel needed. They like to feel important. And we need to raise responsible children. So again, this isn't about them not having chores, talking to you crazy, doing what they want. That's not conscious parenting. Conscious parenting is modeling respect, open communication, honesty, responsibility, lowering our expectations, and having this good, solid relationship. That takes time. Having empathy, sympathy, and grace for your child and yourself. Slow down. Be easy for yourself, for your child, your children, mate, partner. Be easy on everybody. This takes time. Slow down. Give yourself grace. Give the situation grace. Progress, not perfection. That's all you need. Progress, not perfection. Great. So my challenge to you is to choose one of the tips above and practice being a more conscious parent. Affirmation for today is today I will love fiercely, laugh freely, and live courageously. I can never get today back. Today will never happen again. Live in the present moment. Be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. Know that you are loved, welcome, and have a gift that nobody else has. Don't sleep on that gift and don't let nobody else miss out on your gift. And remember, regardless of your mental health journey, life is always better with you here. We hope to see you soon. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Thank you for listening. This has been the Life is Better with You Here podcast with Dr. Childs. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and many more. We would also like to give gratitude to our sponsors, the Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation and Global Insight Productions, without whom we wouldn't be able to do this. For more information about our sponsors, please visit ohiospf.org and globalinsightpro.com. And for more information about us, please visit our site, withyouhere.org. We look forward to seeing you next week. And if you have any suggestions for future episode topics, send us a message through the link in the description or the message button if you're using the Anchor site. Also, if you or someone you love is in crisis, please call 988 or text Steve, S-T-E-V-E, to 741-741 for free and confidential support 24-7. And again, thank you.